You never know where it's heading. The Scenic Drive with Rian. With us, uh, former executive mayor of the Midval local municipality, Bongani Baloy, is joined. Uh, believe it or not, Action SA and Ice Bayos. Netko, uh, just, a, just a quick question. Uh, uh, you know, I'm looking at, we actually put this post up. We said to people, so the local elections were in November last year. Mm-hmm. Has anything changed in your little town? And we understand metros move slowly, but small municipality mm-hmm. should move quicker. And it seems as if it's worse, Bongani. It's like it's it's worse. People are saying Howick. And Howick, there's been change. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, it seems like nothing has changed in South Africa since November. So are we saying they need more time? Are we saying like it's just not going to happen? What, what, do you, what do you tell people that's complaining currently? Look, I think... Um, <laughs> It's a bit difficult because those who have just been recently elected in November are starting are within a financial year. And now in January, they are working on the adjustment budget. So it's not their new budget. So some of them don't even know what is happening. Mm. So so some of them are just as confused as a two-year-old in the driver's seat of a car, really. So, <laughs> so the frustration of the residents is justified because of elected people, some who have not led anything in their lives, have not been in any executive position. Uh, they they can sing a lot, they can threaten a lot, and they can mobilize people, and they became councillors, now they are mayors. Mm. Uh, and by accident, like the mayor in Mfulen, who's the mayor by accident, who was not expecting it, and gets to council, oh crap, <laughs> almost saw. Nah, that's fine, <laughs> you can say crap, don't worry. <laughs> so, oh crap, now you have to be the mayor because mm. the mayoral candidate we wanted is not here, now it's you. So you have people like that who lead these enormous institutions, which then means as South Africans, we must, we must really interrogate who these people are when they are on mm. these ballot papers, even before that, because we must know who we electing, what yeah. their competence and capabilities are. So now, uh, just l- let's just look at plans. So obviously, you looked at the DA's plan mm. versus Action SA's plan. You you said to yourself, oh, I don't think the, the DA's plan mm. will work. I mean, that's the point. Yeah. And and look at let's let's compare that to Herman Mashabas mm. uh, with the full appreciation of where we still need to go to make Action SA a national party. A national... <laughs> it sounds like I'm saying national party, national party. National government party. Yeah, no finger wagging. <laughs> I almost did that. People will not disappear under the Action, under action SA. So, so I described it as, as, as petty in our hands. Mm. And we're in the unenviable position to shape it in terms of policy, its articulation of it, how we relate to issues of farming, land, security, mm. and the rest of Africa as well. So we can really think about these things in and understand them and interpret them in the times and that we live in today that makes sense okay. for our generation. So hold on, you say you're still figuring the plan out for action, is it? No, no, no. I'm saying Action SA has a basis for us. Mm. It's a one-year-old party. Mm. A one-year-old party with a manifesto and the principles of what it believes in and the values. Now, because, I mean, the manifesto looked at local government and metro elections and where we were. Mm. Now, we must really think about 2024 election and we must have answers for things like land, mm. language, uh, economics. Mm. What's our economic offer? Mm. Apart from just saying, let's create a competent professional civil service. What is our 
our idea for macroeconomics in the country? What is it? How do we relate to the rest of the country? What's our response to this as, as Zimbabwe problem of, of illegal immigrants? Yeah. Why aren't we saying anything as a South African government? So, so it's those things that excite me. I, 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 and I keep on repeating this story because it's one of my highlights of my life. I, I got to sit down with, uh, not sit down, I was standing up and he was standing, but I got to talk to Bill Clinton. Uh, when he came to South Africa, he was a fantastic president. Mm-hmm. Yeah, had a bit of a uh, long eye, a loose eye, or whatever. So now you're revealing your age uh, a bit. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so there we were, actually in a in a like a, a thrift shop, you know, and he, you know all this, um, this the agents standing around, your Secret Service. So I said to you, Mr. President, I just want to ask you one question: How would you, f- if you became president of South Africa, how would you fix it? And he looked at me and said, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> this is Bill Clinton. Yeah. So it's not that easy. Yeah. It's not that, that easy to fix all these problems. We were mm-hmm. just, we were talking about, I was just talking to you about, uh, you about this, this COVID relief thing. 12 million people in South Africa below the food poverty line. And that, that is 595 rands a month. That is the food mm-hmm. poverty line. 12 million people below okay. 595 a month. And we came to have a national government. You, you know? And this is just... And, and, and now I'm not even talking about all the illegal people here. This mm-hmm. is just... These are just the official numbers, mm-hmm. excluding all the illegals. Yeah. How the hell do you fix this? So that's why it's important for us to be able to address the economic situation. Mm. But how? No, no, no. Firstly, when you look at the economy of the country, you, there's a reason why. I mean, you look at, for an example, um, in the past quarter, I think the most dominant sector that contributed has been um, uh, the platinum belt. Mm. So it did really well in terms of commodities, right? Yeah, true. So, so <clears throat> the problem around issues of commodities is that number one, railway line, they're not, they aren't able to rely on our railway line because right. of its vandalism. Yeah. And the strange Mess. part is when that happens, then you all of a sudden find trucks waiting next to your mine because they know they're frustrated or sabotage the real infrastructure. Now you've got no other option but to use those trucks. So there's economic sabotage happening in the country, which is a knock-on effect. So it's a very simple thing that I've, that I've just um, spoiled, I mean, gotten into the, the just yeah. the the, yeah. the platinum One thing. belt. One mm. thing, which has a knock-on effect, and how something as prasa is not being managed properly. No. The fact that people can't move from one place to the next place in the most cheaper but mm. also a reliable time. That affects the economy significantly. So things firstly must just work. Mm. But here, here's the thing, Bongani. You know it and I know it. This, let's, let's talk about these 12 million people. Mm. They're all, well, let's say they're all voters. Let's say half of them are voters. So now this is exactly what the ANC is doing. And I know the plan, Herman Mashaba's plan is in 2024. He said opposition parties will be able to unseat mm-hmm. the ANC. But now 12 million people who get 600 rand a month, if they're lucky, yeah, uh, probably not. So now the ANC goes to them and say, well, you know, you want to, you're you getting a grant. So you, we just not going to give it to you. And if we're not in power, you're not mm. going to get it. Mm. That's where the problem lies. Mm. We know how to fix it, but to get them out of power, how are you going to say, are you going to convince these people to, to give up their grants? Look, 
we, we need to, as we engage South Africans, always remind them that the work the government is doing is not a gift. It's not a manner from heaven. It's what a state should be doing. So it's what the government is doing and not a, a specific political party is doing. But we must have a broader conversation. That's why it's important for me as we're going into Action SA now, our stretch session, to start refining our policy perspective so we can speak yeah. at multiple layers and multiple levels to be able to address different people in their different needs that make sense yeah. to them. So we can say, look, if you vote for us, it's not just about the grant. But remember, as you utilize this grant, you must also, you probably don't have a house, a roof over your shoulder. You're living in some informal settlement. There's no reliable water, no electricity. Or if there's electricity, you must steal electricity. This is a consequence of this very same government that is giving you 350 just to keep you beholden unto them. Yeah, that's exactly so, right. So, so those are the type of conversations that we need to have. But the basis for us to do so is a really credible plan for us to yeah. give to the country. I'll tell you one thing that, uh, um, oh, name dropping too nice but uh musi maimane we were um uh at a, at a dinner and he said to me this is the thing you know why are we not in the rural areas why are we not going from shack to shack are we, why are we not there especially in kwazulu natal why mm. are we not out there in the rural areas speaking to people and having conversations with them and you know keki metro is i think middle class mm-hmm. everyone's sort of made up their mind already mm. but there <laughs> No one's talking to the poorest of the poor. Mm. And that's, a, and a, you know, look what happens in America. Uh, that's how Trump got into power. No one, no one was talking to that huge group of people yeah. that everyone said, ah, oh, hillbillies, and like, we just ignore them. Uh, I must say, you're speaking like you, you, you're in... in a very a member of, of the Action SA who's hey, part hey. of the inner circle. <laughs> so you, you're speaking about the things we are speaking about Good. already. Good. So we're on the same wavelength. For, for us, it's very important. And that's the work that needs to happen between now and 2024 mm. across the country. There's no part of the country that we won't get to to ensure that we speak to people Good. and say this is who we are and be able to relate to people in their environments and really have an, a deep appreciation of how they live and what is e- equally uh, um, making things difficult for them. Okay, so I'm 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 waiting to see specifically what you're going to be doing. You specifically, yeah. Um, uh, like I say, I've I've I've, I've always uh, had a, had the greatest respect for your way of doing things and your your talent. I mean, you've got incredible talent. Politics, net finish before you go. What, what's your ten year plan? Like, I want to be what? <laughs> you have to wait and see that. Yeah, it come starts on, first with me. being the premier of the province in 2024. There we go. Of Gauteng province. Correct. The premier. Yes. Oh, I like that. It's okay. going to happen. That's for now. But you know you're up against me in 2024. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Just the drive. Stop. Just the comments he makes. Says it like it is. The Scenic Drive with Rion. Weekdays, 4 to 7. Jacaranda FM.